Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Hello. Happy Friday to all. It's about noon here in Pittsburgh. I'm Matt Williamson. This is a Locked On NFL podcast. We are going to talk New York Giants offseason. Um, I may sneak in an extra podcast over the weekend just for the fun of it and definitely do one on Monday. So maybe you'll get two or three before I leave for uh, the Combine on Tuesday morning. I would imagine Tuesday you will get nothing, so we'll put a few in the bank, uh, You know, breaking down teams, going down the draft order. But today is the New York Giants, and let's start with their really, well, let's start with this cap situation as usual. It's middle of the road to bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's middle of the road. It's not horrible. Um, they've basically made their moves, though. You know, they've already cut Jennings and Cruz, and there's some outside talk that they can move on from Vereen. I don't think that's really worth it or necessary at this stage of the game. Uh, injuries were the issue with him. I think he'll be fine. And, and a nice compliment to Perkins. We'll get to you know, the needs on that side of the ball. Um, but let's start with their very, very good defense. And they're one of the teams that really don't need anything in the secondary. They have a great young secondary. And that's the strength of this team. We know this. Um, I was on another podcast with my man, John Ledyard. And we were talking about the Giants. And he was like, man, they got to do something about their linebackers. And I just stopped him. I'm like, dude, I'm tired of it. Every year I say that no team dedicates less resources to their second-level players than the Giants. They're just not going to do it. I mean, that's not going to happen. They're not going to use a first-round pick on a linebacker. They're not going to go sign Dante Hightower. I mean, these things are just not going to happen. The defensive philosophy here is invest heavily in your front four, play a base 4-3, rush for the majority of the time, and they've also developed a fantastic secondary, like I said, you know, with two very differing safeties. You know, Collins is the near the line of scrimmage guys. Jenkins was a nice signing. Apple looks like he could be a star. So they're pretty well set. You know, DRC's impressive now, too. I mean, move into the slot. So the secondary, I don't think, needs touched. Again, I mean, Calvin Shepard is a free agent. I'm talking about the linebackers. They seem to like B.J. Goodson a little. Uh, they just have a bunch of guys, as always, at that linebacker. To me, it's a huge need. I understand the scheme allows them to be average there. It's been a great defense, or was a great defense this past year. Even with middling linebacker play. I don't use that word enough, but that's a good one. Um, so, are they going to do anything about it? No. you know. And when we get to the offense, you'll see there's a lot of needs they need to deal with. Uh, I think they'll pretty much just have these jabrones at, at linebacker, as usual. So, you know, we can get on a pedestal and say that should change, but it's not gonna. Up front, they have some decisions. Jonathan Hankins is a free agent, and Jason Pierre-Paul is a free agent. My hunch is they can't let Pierre-Paul leave. You know, even if it means franchising him again. I know the hand situation, but he's been a really good player through the hand situation. He's gotten past that. He's a 
Really good run defender. He's very disruptive with throwing lanes. He's a well above average pass rusher. He fits what they want to do. I just can't see letting him go. I mean, I know Romeo Aquar did okay, and I like the Diggy Zua coming out of school. But for what they need at that position, those two have to be depth players. You know, you already have Vernon. I know there'd be a lot invested in the D-line, Vernon and Harrison. But I think it's something you have to do. I don't think you can let Pierre Paul walk. So I think that's the number one priority. Get him locked up or at a minimum franchise him. And I think Hankins leaves no matter what. You know, that in a way, I kind of felt like he got screwed a little bit. I mean, he's a nose tackle body. Um, he's a good athlete. I think he's going to have a really good... I think he's going to be a nice signing for someone, by the way. But when Harrison came in, Harrison became basically the nose shade. And Hankins had to be a three technique. And that's not who he is. You know, so I think what you do here is you let Hankins walk. You lock up Pierre Paul. And you draft or sign somewhat of an upfield three technique type, too. That can also rush the passer on throwing downs. So... If it goes that way, linebacker aside, their biggest defensive need would be a three technique, and I would think that's maybe you know a third round guy or an older dude. Um, how about Nick Fairley? Oh, that one just popped into my mind, but he's gonna be expensive. They don't have a ton to spend, and in a minute here, we will get to offense. There's, I have a lot of concerns with the offense. Progressive brings you flowetry with flow. When flow flows, she flows in the know. Mind ruminates the rates. Shown them all, I heed the call. Seeing the rest, I choose the best. Sometimes it's ours, sometimes it's not. When the fox walks, is it called a fox trot? That's a real question. Compare progressive direct rates with competitors' rates. Visit progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. All right, let's talk offense. I've told you guys before, Ben McAdoo and I GA'd together at Pitt for a year. I'm a big fan. But while his defense got much better when in his first year as head coach, the offense got noticeably worse. I don't think the personnel here is very good. I mean, I think they need a lot. Talk about the offensive line. I never liked the Eric Flowers pick to begin with in 2015, the first round. And to ask him to play left tackle isn't what he is. I think he's a right tackle, a guard. I'm not sure he's going to be a good one there either. I think he's very grabby. I don't like him. I don't like him all that much overall. But anyways, he's going to be starting. There's no question about that. Justin Pugh at left guard, Weston Richburg at center is a really good pair. Um, Pugh, though, is a free agent after the year. He's your best lineman. Richburg's your second best lineman. And Pugh's a free agent after the year. So that's a little daunting. The rest of the line's frightening. Right now, John Jerry's penciled in at right guard. Bobby Hart is penciled in at right tackle. I thought Hart played, hung in there okay. You know, I mean, if he's your worst guy, okay. You know, if you're better at other spots. I don't trust John Jerry. I mean, John Jerry's just a guy. He's been bounced around. He's okay. I think they need at least one starter. Ideally, a left tackle, but that's not going to happen. I don't think, I mean, maybe in the first round they draft a left tackle, but that's the only way I think they can land one. So my hunch is Flowers will remain at left tackle. Uh, <clears throat> but they they need to do something up front. That, that line is not good enough. So they run more, the Giants run more three wide receiver sets than any team in the league. They already moved on from Cruz. We know Odell is a superstar. 
But the offense is too Odell dependent. You know, that they go as Odell goes. And that's a problem, you know. And I love Shepard. I think Shepard's going to be a great one. I think he'll be one of the best slot, you know, slot receivers in the league. Like I said, I mean, three receiver sets. So he's going to play a ton going forward. Those two are wonderful. I mean, I, I have no problem with those. They need to get a little bit away from, you know, going as Odell goes, like I said. But um, I think they like Dwayne Harris. I think they like Roger Lewis. But to me, I want those guys as my fourth and fifth receiver. So they need to find a two-slash-three for as much three-receiver sets as they're going to play. Not to mention, I mean, what if Shepard or Beckham gets hurt? You know, I mean, the season's over if Odell gets hurt. <coughs> so, <clears throat> still fighting this cough. I apologize for that. But talk to my buddy AJ. He's a, one of my best friends. He's a doctor. He said, like, everyone in the world has this cough right now. That started with sinuses and I know you don't care, but uh, when you hear me hacking, it's going to be another couple of weeks. He said, it doesn't matter what you take. It's just going to bug you. So get used to it. I'll be coughing in your ear here for the next couple of episodes. Anyway, I think they need a receiver, you know, preferably a big one, not a slot type, a downfield guy, six, two, six, three with some speed that can get downfield some size, you know, then outside the numbers player, um, and maybe early, you know, maybe early in the draft too. Again, they play so many wide receiver or three receiver sets. I think their tight end situation is awful. You know, Larry Donnell's a free agent. Will Ty is their guy. Uh, I had a little bit of hope for Jarrell Adams. Okay, that's fine. I could see first round pick uh, being a tight end in a really good tight end class, and if not. Second or third round pick, you know, would you consider bringing in Martellus Bennett even? Or Jared Cook, who, you know, Cook had success in Green Bay in the same system. Would you bring in Cook? And if you had a legit number one tight end, which I don't think they have anything resembling it now, I think that also takes away from the the need for that third receiver that I'm talking about. You know, the the bigger receiver, especially red zone, um, give you more flexibility too with double tight end sets. So I think tight end's a gigantic need for the Giants. Didn't mean to do that, by the way, but worked out. But O.J. Howard, you know, I mean, there you go. Kid from Miami, Najuku. I, I haven't said his name yet correctly yet. I will soon. I haven't yet. Um, but both those guys, I think, are real legit round one options. So as of right now, they need a offensive lineman or two, a big receiver that's going to play a lot of snaps, a starting tight end, I think they need a big back. I think they need Eddie Lacy. Um, I guess I would live with Latavius Murray. You guys know I don't like him. Adrian Peterson. I mean, they need a big power back. And I like Paul Perkins a lot. I think Shane Vereen, like we mentioned, will still be around and is going to have a role. But they need the 230-pound guy. And this system's not wonderful for that. But, I mean, Eddie Lacy's had a lot of success, obviously, in Green Bay. I mean, just what I mean by that is with so much spreading the field in so many three receiver sets, so much shotgun, some of the, some it hurts the running game at times. And, you know, maybe Peterson would be a bad fit, but Lacey or a bigger back in general, second round pick, maybe something along those lines, maybe not even that early, maybe a fourth round pick, but a back with size, a chain mover, um, short yardage. I think they are missing that for sure. Okay. Lastly, the elephant in the room Eli Manning was a detriment last year. He's 36 years old. They have Ryan the Seed behind him, who's a free agent. 
So basically, they have no plan whatsoever for life after Eli or pushing him in any way. I didn't think he played well at all. And, you know, you hear the dead arm thing with him, and, you know, maybe he just was something, you know, fatigued throughout the year. But he's 36. And compared to Rivers and Ben, who he was drafted with, I am way more concerned that the end is real close with this guy compared to those two. You know, he's never missed a snap, basically. I mean, his durability is unbelievable. His toughness is playing through pain and playing through injuries. But it takes a toll. I mean, not everyone's like Big Brother and Brady and plays till you're 40 years old. I mean, maybe 36, 37's the end for him. And um, honestly, if they use a first-round pick on Deshaun Kaiser, I would commend them. Maybe a second-round pick, you know, or Peterman from Pitt or whatever. But... Um, I don't think you can just assume that Eli is going to bounce back, play like a pro bowler next year, and have no contingency plan behind him either. I mean, that's crazy to me. So those are big ticket items. You know, like I said, they need, assuming they bring back Pierre Paul, which I don't think we can assume, they need a three technique. They need linebackers, but why am I even talking about it? They won't do anything about it. They need a big back. They need a quarterback of the future. They need a starting tight end. They probably need two offensive linemen, and they need a big receiver. Not a ton of cap space, not picked in particularly early. I think this is a somewhat frightening offseason future for the Giants. And they made great strides last year, but I still see a lot of things they need to improve on. So, that's it. That's the Locked On NFL podcast for today. I'll do another one over the weekend for sure, like I said. Drop me a line on Twitter. Spread the word. I'm at WilliamsonNFL. You have a fantastic weekend.